Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. That's why my penis is small. I'm pro-bully. I'm actually pro-bully as well. Welcome back to the Not Not News Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth, and today we have one of Kanye West's backup dancers joining the show. This man graduated from Yang's Dance Academy as valedictorian, and he served as backup dancer to many other famous musicians, including Janet Jackson and the late Barry White, R.I.P. <laughs> Billy the Dancer Hurley! Oh, man. Billy the Dancer. I wanted to be, wanted to be uh, Gray the Dancer Albright. Damn! No, no, you're Gray the Podcaster. <laughs> hey, hey, nice, uh... Nice movement on your feet while you're podcasting, Billy. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that I actually dance while I do podcasts. So while I'm doing these great jokes and being a great kind of uh, co-host or co-podcaster, I'm also doing backflips and pirouettes. Uh, so that, But also that's why I changed my name, frankly, because I think a lot of people go like, Billy, do you even dance? And I, I actually had to change my name so people would understand that, yes, the answer is yes, I do. Yeah, in the uh, in the back in the, the background for the late uh, Barry White. Did you uh, did you dance for just the way you are, or and and how were those dances? Did you, could you describe your dancing for can't get enough of your love? Yes. So Barry White's voice is so distinct and so great, and the fans go so wild that <laughs> I could literally do anything at all, and no one would notice me. So in some ways, it's a great gig. 
I mean, I I could do the robot. I could do the Macarena. Nobody cares. They're just <laughs> thinking about Barry and his sweet, sweet low tones. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine that. He could really he could belt out some low tones, man. Oh, my God. His his voice was like smooth, like butter. Oh. Yeah. You know, when I listen to him, too, with other people. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it, the thing that always because we'd like because Coogs and I would put on the Barry White and, you know, I don't have to explain more, but we'd always be like, hey, you know, what's kind of a turnoff. The guy doing the robot right behind him. <laughs> yeah, it really ruins the mood. <laughs> it kind of it kind of did ruin the mood. And I was wondering, I was like, you know what? Is is that Billy the Dancer Hurley? Yeah, lead backup. <laughs> lead lead backup. And everyone knows that you really only added the dancer as your uh you changed your middle name to the to the the dancer. And everyone knows you did that just for the tax write-offs because uh you wanted to get uh right off your dance socks. Yeah, and I bought a bunch of leotards, and to be honest, I, I can't afford them. So I have to really convince the IRS that this is my true calling. And I had, I had a friend in uh, in high school. We used to call him Leotard, but it was but we'd separate the uh, the the word into uh, two syllables. Yeah, it's a it's a long story. You know, we got time. We got time, Greg. If you want to yeah, really get into. It's probably not. It's, probably sure it's, a, it's a story I could probably get canceled over. Yeah. So we'll probably just continue. <laughs> oh, hey, Billy. Uh, we got a surprise for you, though, on today's show. Our second guest, uh, it's your boss, Kanye what? West. Hey, Yeezy. <laughs> Yeezy, you there? Uh, hey, boss. Yeah. In the night, I hear you talk the coldest story ever told so far down the road. Ooh, you heartless. Ooh, you heartless. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is uh, Yee. Hey, not, boss. not Yang, by the way. Uh, I think Donkey said you went to Yang school. I don't, or is that a famous dance school, Yang's? I was thrown off when uh, the intro was like, oh, yeah, background dancer Kanye West, and he went to the school of Yang. Oh, yeah, Yang, <laughs> yeah Google Yang? it, Yang's Dance Academy. Uh, Billy, you can <laughs> jump in here because you went there, but... Yeah, it's the cheaper. It's the cheaper school. You really can, you can really get in there for you know not too much money, and it's it's great if you really just want to if you're hungry and you want to really uh, make it. Hey, uh, hey, hey, um, Billy the dancer, glad. Thanks for, thanks for coming to the studio. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sing heartless, and then I want to see what kind of dancing you do. Okay, here we go. How could you be so heartless? Your uh, your dancing's pretty good, but. I don't know about the Macarena there. I'll be honest, it felt a little out of place. Yeah, usually what I use, I use Macarena as a placeholder for dances. I'm, I, I can't, I'll fill it in later kind of thing until I think of something better. <laughs> Here, so Macarena for you is like when Paul McCartney sang Scrambled Eggs instead of Yesterday. <laughs> exactly. It's like, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll find something. But for now, these are movements that we're going to do. Hey, hey, uh, hey, so this is my process goes like this. I come in, I do the Macarena and you imagine a better dance move. OK, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do that with jokes, too. I sort of write down joke in brackets and, you know, we'll figure it out later. I put in, you know, other people's jokes. You're like the uh, you're like the Mad Libs of dancers. Yeah. And also, too, you'll figure it out. You know, you just got to listen to them. You got to listen. That's what I learned at Yang's School of Dance. Yeah. If yeah, all spells yeah. do the worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why S O D, man? Yang's School of Dance. I have 
I got a bumper sticker from there. It was uh, they they dance when they put it on your car. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I got a bunch. <laughs> I got yeah. Yes, I have more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I I hate doing the one up thing, but I, I do I do have more. <laughs> Guys, let's get into the news here. Uh, oh boy, we got news! Big story this week. We have, uh, uh, hey, Donkey, before you do the news, you should do like um that the news ticker uh, sound effect. You can you have? Do you have that? You should do 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 Here's the news. Yeah, maybe get a couple of newsboys with little caps come out and go extra extra. this week guys um this is coming from uh slate.com and that this is a very reputable news source <clears throat> and they <laughs> did a podcast all about uh, a woman who has outsourced sex with her boyfriend uh to another woman <laughs> uh what do you think about this billy well uh, i am running for president and i am against this kind of outsourcing and i want to bring lovemaking back to america who's with me uh i'll i'll be with wait, wait is how am i with you in this yeah can you clarify <laughs> yeah yeah because i will like you know i'm i'm all about supporting my uh my buds but I, what do i have to do exactly <laughs> there's all kinds of lovemaking jobs that are being shipped overseas outsourced to other people if you vote for me we're bringing it back to america baby <laughs> it's me uh that's uh that's what's going on in those uh so i had a uh i was doing uh a, a, a i had a sex factory right in um indonesia <laughs> yeah I, I, uh, so the weirdest assembly line ever yeah so i was outsourcing sex you know because <laughs> i was like hey hey I, i've had enough hey coogs you're foxy as hell but what's outsource this shit <laughs> yeah so i sent her over to indonesia i was like yeah go go find the sex factory and figure this shit out for yourself yeah i mean look it's been it's i love a i love people <laughs> that treat their relationship like a like a business you know they're like look it's there's been a pandemic morale is low <laughs> I don't have the bandwidth or the resources for lovemaking. <laughs> like the uh like the great uh like the great Mexican revolutionary uh Cesar Chavez once said, "The long the la the land belongs to the ones who work it." So, you, you know, if that's you're outsourcing, your yeah, if you're outsourcing sex, you know, use that and apply it where it it works, you know. I just saw you read that off of your arm that you you tattooed that recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I have uh, I wrote Cesar Chavez. Um, I wrote a uh, a note. See, okay, here it's a long it's a long story, but I'll make it short. So I was doing a uh, I was in class in college, and we had to study Cesar Chavez. And uh, I was like, oh, if I just do tattoos of everything we have to study, then I don't have to study. <laughs> so that yeah. explains that explains the quote across my forehead. Right, it explains. Great. That's how Greg got through college. It was just a cheat sheet all over his body by the end of the fourth year. 
Yeah, he almost looks like Post Malone. Right? But if you look closely, it's all just like little flashcard notes. Like, call, uh, me, call me Test Malone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, okay, so listen, if you're um, if you're asking someone else to uh, mow your uh, wife's lawn, there, here's the deal. Okay, you gotta expect. You're gonna lose her. That's what's gonna happen, man. You, the whole, every, only thing you got going for you. This is more for our listeners because Donkey and Billy understand this already. But this is like, if you're out there and you're like, hey, I'm gonna have someone else have sex with my wife. You're not gonna have your wife any longer. That's yeah. gonna be the end of that. Yeah, it's like a weird, messed up full house. Like if Bob Saget, <laughs> yeah. like. Kept- like, like, if you're like, hey, Uncle Jesse, come and mow my wife's lawn. It's, you know what? It's going to end for you. <laughs> yeah. But it's also going to, it's not good for either party. You know, like both, both of the women are going to have FOMO. Like imagine like Christmas, you wake up, you know, one person gets like a coffee maker. The other person gets laundry. They're both, both got a little bit of FOMO about that, I feel like. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, if uh, you, you reap what you sow. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading your tattoo again. <laughs> I am. I am reading it. Yeah. yeah what is, uh, is the second year uh, biology? <laughs> I'm not, honey. I'm not cheating. I'm just outsourcing uh, my time and labor. Yeah, and you know, and sometimes an intern will do it cheaper. You know, <laughs> I think you have to sometimes you got to look at the books and see what's best for you Cost and your benefit, partner. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I speak for all men when I say, remember those days when you couldn't even insource sex. <laughs> i've never heard of insourcing so. yeah yeah that's uh it's a new term that's a gray albright special yeah this woman so this woman fell this woman fell asleep during the movie hall pass and she was like mm, i just got i woke up with a good idea that's yeah. probably a good idea for at least the afternoon right because some sometimes you know it, it might it, it would feel nice but i think uh at some point uh with Three people, one person's going to feel left out <laughs> at yeah. the worst possible times. It's, uh, yeah, you, you, it's hard. I mean, just asking for a lot to juggle, you know, it's just a, yeah. it's a lot. I mean, come on. You're giving yourself too much credit if you can think you can juggle too. Yeah. And also, I feel like, you know, they might convince themselves that they're cool with it, but I can just imagine sort of hearing it from another room and be like, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with this. This is totally fine. I don't even care. This is just, I, I, I agree to this. And then hearing, like, hearing the screams in your, in your nightmares for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, you're in the shower, just like thinking about what you have to do that day. You're like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta do a couple errands. I gotta run to the store. I gotta, uh, I gotta, I gotta get my car washed. And then all of a sudden, five years ago, you remember the screams of your wife from the other room while she's getting plowed by another guy. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, that sound never leaves me. God no. damn it. And it's a weird breakfast the next day, right? <laughs> It's weird. You just hear the clinks, the awkward clinks of forks against plates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, it's like oh so um, and then the the pause of like trying to think anything to talk about. You're like uh, <laughs> so are you uh, are you taking the kids to school today? Yeah, uh, one person is fully kids. clothed. <laughs> yeah. uh, the kids the kids have moved out of the house 15 years ago. What are you talking? about? Whatever happened to predictability? Oh. The milkman, the paper boy. 
Evening TV. Oh my god, that is so good. What is what is that? Is that a, th- a TV theme song? That's Full House, man. But this is uh, like that was like so, that Jesse. was like if Bruce Springsteen was singing the Full House theme song. He did. He did the original. <laughs> he does. A, he does a. I went to I went to see him in concert. He did an 18 minute version of the Full House theme song. No breaks. I mean, the guy is a, he's just a hero. Now he's performing with the Killers. Yeah, is he really? Yeah. yeah. I uh, I I miss, I wish I could. I love Bruce uh, Springsteen. Um, I wish he would do more different Strokes theme songs. So I I like I like the uh, hey, uh, takes the good or the facts of life theme song. Bruce Springsteen. Oh man, that would be so good. Yeah, yeah. I wish he would do more with Red Hats. <laughs> The, the boss. Bad. The boss is actually the boss. A lot of people don't realize this. The boss is short for the boss of TV theme songs. Yeah. <laughs> Saved by that. the Bell. Saved by the Bell was a great one he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, such a good one. It was like, oh God, the boss. The boss would come on for like the clackety clicks of Murder She Wrote theme song. <laughs> You'd just be like, hey, Clarence, give me a, a a B flat. And then he would just hit the typewriter and be like, oh, my God, it's Murder She Wrote with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Have you noticed that the average time of a theme song has gone to about half a second? Remember when, like, the, yeah, I the know, Cheers... right? Oh, it's the worst. That's the why che- I stopped watching TV. Yeah, the Cheers theme song had, like, a bridge, right? It was, like, four minutes before we even got to the bar. Oh, they... my God, totally. I sang I the uh, I sang the Cheers theme song on, uh, I was, I... On American Idol. On American Idol, <laughs> yes, yeah. I made it through the first round, too, with that. <laughs> yeah, you're the, going Hollywood, dog. No, it was, uh, three chairs turned around for me singing the, the Cheers theme song. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, is that Bruce Springsteen? No, no, it's not, actually. No, it's <laughs> just a guy in a, jeans I, and a white I T-shirt. I turned my chair. <laughs> He's from Jersey. I turned my chair. I don't. They, they don't do that on American Idol. It's a different uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another voice. Ah, uh, you know, whatever. Okay, Donkey, let's move this show along. Hey, well, we, you know, we had a story in the, the New York Post this week. I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, some parents, they uh, they did something controversial. They, they Apparently, their son was caught bullying at school, and uh, as punishment, they made him hold a sign on the side <laughs> of a busy road that says, I am a bully. What do you think about this, Gray? Uh, I'm, I'm all for signs of shame. I, I like this. This is This is my type of parenting. I would. I actually in my the trunk of my car. I have a, a sign that like if someone parks poorly, like and I see it, I go into the trunk of my car and I have a sign that says, "You are a bad parker." <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I mean, how else are you gonna learn? You yeah, know? I have other signs too. I have a sign that says, "Hey, what are you beeping at? You're the jackass." <laughs> You communicate mostly through your shirts. I've noticed. I do my my shirts and my uh, my tr- my car trunk signs. <laughs> I have. Uh, I was brought up. See, uh, my parents were a lot like the uh, this I am bully sign uh, parents because I was brought up by uh, signs of shame. So I naturally have adopted that in my own life. So I I always have like you know it's like oh if someone's like standing too close to me at like. You know, Starbucks, I have my sign that says, you're standing too close to me. <laughs> yeah, you just put it right around their neck like a, like a little <laughs> pasta necklace there. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of string, I use like I have rigatoni. Uh, <laughs> it's a pasta necklace. <laughs> this reminds me that I because I grew up the same way, Gray. And because <laughs> one time. Yeah, this reminds me one time I bullied a bunch of kids and uh, my dad stuffed me in a locker for 24 hours. <laughs> and gave you a uh, swirly. Yeah, and a wedgie. I had a, we- I had a, I had a wedgie for uh, a long time. <laughs> it was, and I, I learned from that. <laughs> what is, uh, hey, Donkey, what would be your sign of shame? Hmm, I, I, I guess it'd have to do with dong jokes. Like, I, I make too many dong jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that actually, yeah, that sounds like a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, too many dong jokes, but uh, the, the dong jokes is on the uh, the back, so it <laughs> says I I make too many, and then you you have to wait until the don, uh, donkey passes you, and you're like, oh, dong, dong jokes, jokes right. yeah. yeah, or I or I do too much dong, and then it's dot dot dot. I <laughs> just. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, let's wait until he passes so we can see what the the ellipse uh, is in front of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like those. That, there should be more. I have to talk to Rotoware. There should be more shirts with an, elli- an ellipse at the end so uh, people are, like, forced to wait for you to walk past them. <laughs> right. It's like a cliffhanger. It's like watching Succession. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, is Kendall alive? Is this is the uh, the the line of T-shirts? Is is Kendall still alive? Line of T-shirts. Yeah, I like this. Right, this I, whole I, thing. Well, I was I gonna say, what, what? Yeah, what if it was multiple T-shirts, like more than just the front and back? Like you gotta wait till you wear Thursday. the next one. Yeah. Yeah. You basically you have a front <laughs> until Thursday. Hey, right. hey man. Um, so I like your uh, I. I I make too many dong dot dot dot, but I I'd like to know how it ends. Ah, you come back here on Thursday, champ, and you'll see. <laughs> just so you get six or seven shirts with just the ellipses on it, and they walk around with you, and like a <laughs> yeah. little train, a little suspense train. Oh yeah, oh that's good, a suspense train, and then you're like, oh um, the actually the end of the shirt uh, is still trying to find a spot. Just wait a second, <laughs> he'll 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 be he'll be by in a second. <laughs> These um these Florida parents do feel like they're creating a super bully. I feel like it's going to have the opposite effect because I, I think it got like five million hits on TikTok. Uh, this is not going to end well. I think this is he's not going to change his ways. I think it's going to make him into a greater bully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because usually shame works so well. Yeah, as a as a a parenting tool. Yeah, and you went. I've, and then look, there's the the worldwide shame that's even greater. You know, and everybody looks out for the bullied people, but I, no, I feel like nobody looks out for the bully anymore. I mean, they have awful parents, probably, right? They have nobody to really look at, like look. They have no way to kind of model their behavior. They probably have no friends, you know. And then they'll probably feel the second half of their life will just be filled with all this kind of like regret and pain for what they've done to other people. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm or, I'm pro bully. Yeah, I'm I'm. You know what? You've turned me too. I I'm actually pro bully as well. Donkey, what, what's your where are your leanings? Ah, I'm thinking I'm gonna clip those clips and put them into our <laughs> intro montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of out of out of context, uh, pro bully clips. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you put that right next to my out of context. Uh, I have a small penis clips. <laughs> oh, we're going to take that one too. So now we got two. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get them all. Get all those out of context clips together. Don't say anything else. <laughs> I have I'm, a afraid go- to say, I'm afraid to say anything at all. <laughs> I have a GoFundMe page. Uh, to help the bullies. Hashtag help the bullies. So you can donate. Uh, and then we give money to bullies and they can do whatever they want to it with it. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a. If you go on to uh, petition.org, uh, we have uh, – you could sign our I am a bully too uh, <laughs> petition that, you know, if we get enough signatures, then uh, the uh, uh, then we're going to have Joe Manchin sign into law. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a case co-signing. I don't even know. I don't even know if I said his name correctly. <laughs> You're getting bullied, okay? And you want everyone's sympathy that you've been bullied, but really, like, why did the bully pick on you to get bullied? There's something you need to look at yourself, man. Right. Take off your glasses. <laughs> Take off your glasses that scream nerd. Yeah. Get out there and stop getting bullied. Right, Put on yeah. a Nirvana shirt like the rest of us <laughs> no, and I'm survive high school. I'm with you guys. Yeah. Here. It's not... Put away the that damn Dukes of Hazard's lunchbox and get out there, man. I'm with you guys. We should. We need. We need to educate the bullies on how to communicate because they got a lot of good points. They're just not communicating them effectively. You know, yeah. it's not what they're saying. It's how they're yeah. saying it. So oh let's help God, the bullies. Totally. Yes, like because honestly, because if you're picked out of a, uh, if you're picked out as a bully, right? So that means. You're not bullying correctly. <laughs> no one should be able to pick out that you're bullying. You have to be able to do it in such a sly way that you're bullying without anyone realizing. It. And people are just like, hey, that guy tells me what to do all the time and calls me derogatory names, but I don't mind it. That's what you want them to think when you're bullying them. Right. That's and like pe- great. <laughs> now's a great time people can sign up for your class right your class your master class yeah well yeah okay so it's a uh it's a night class uh and it's not accredited yet but yeah. here fingers we go crossed. <laughs> yeah fingers crossed um and if you cross them i'm gonna bang on them if you put them on a desk because i bully you <laughs> yeah it's, uh, there's I'm a special I'm bullying the school into making it accredited. Don't worry, it'll happen. There's a holiday special, Billy. It's uh, 50% off, uh, bullying.rasball.com. You can go on there, put in the promo. Uh, new, happy New Year. and you can get <laughs> yeah, yeah, Happy New Year, definitely. Yeah. I like that. That's really yeah. sweet. Mm. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, come on, Donkey. Next story. Let's go. All right, that was good. That was good with the bullying. Um, no, but this next story, I really do like this one coming from theguardian.com. A woman has apparently fallen in love with a 92-year-old German chandelier. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> there's been a ruling that this is not a uh, what's the word for it? Um, protected sexual orientation, loving chandeliers. I I don't know. What's this world coming to that you can't love a chandelier, Billy? I'm actually more, yeah, I'm more kind of weirded out by the fact that the chandelier is 92. I mean, oh, yeah. it's clear that, that it sounds like she's into older lights. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long is the uh, the chandelier even going to be alive yet? I mean, right. like, is she just in? Is this like an Anna Nicole thing? Is she just in it for the money? Like, what's she's going wa- on? She's is waiting she for that. Love this chandelier, or is is she waiting for it to croak? What's the she's, deal? She's waiting for that chandelier to just sort of dangle and fall <laughs> to the ground like Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> yeah. If uh, so, if you could, okay, so. If you could love a chandelier, don't you think Liberace would have done that shit like, uh, I don't know, maybe 40 years ago? Like, instead of fake marrying a woman. By the way, <laughs> okay, here we go. So, by the way, uh, if you were, like, in the 1950s and you were a uh, a brain-damaged person that actually thought Liberace was marrying a woman, I mean, how, how like, come on, man. Like, who would have ever guessed Liberace just married a woman. I mean, who believes that? <laughs> Are you asking me? Yes. Billy, please. <laughs> who would believe that? I mean, come on. Even Matt Damon playing a lover of Liberace wouldn't believe that shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. He uh, plays the piano beautifully. Uh, maybe. Uh... <laughs> I, I have. So listen to me. So here's my deal. But if you're falling, if you're, say, okay, Rock Hudson seemed like he was straight. (laughs) By the way, if you're not at least 80 years old, you could skip ahead. If you're not a 92-year-old chandelier, you could skip ahead on this. (laughs) My only experience with Liberace is that the Super Dave sketch where he pulls him (laughs) over for playing the piano too fast. You never so okay so I, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna judge a little bit so you're from you're from Boston but you don't you haven't seen every Matt Damon movie mm. oh yeah yeah you have to or else you can't go back <laughs> right so Matt Damon played Liberace I mean that's my more or less that's everything I know of Liberace is <laughs> what I learned <laughs> when Michael Douglas playing him uh, while he was making love to Matt Damon. <laughs> No, I haven't seen. I honestly haven't seen that. I only. I've you only haven't seen, seen Michael Douglas and Matt Damon doing hot, dirty stuff as Liberace and Liberace's lover. No, I've only seen the ones where it's like, oh, are you serious? Don't ever come back here until you finish the job or whatever. <laughs> Those movies. You're, are you? Just, you're just. You're just stealing me. <laughs> are you? Hey, how do you like those apples? I, is, is yeah. That- how you like that heist with the apples and the uh, one day you got to come over here and I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be in uh, fighting Christian Bale. Okay. It's a, it's a called uh, right. so, behind the candelabra, Billy. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So um, uh, moving away from Liberace and moving closer to Liberty is actually her name. Uh, Liberty tried to marry a chandelier. Uh, and the uh, article, this is actually from the article. This is because uh, uh, I'm a reporter who's doing real reporting. So uh, the the Sun, uh, the Guardian writes, the Sun pointed out. So uh, the Guardian's just quoting uh, another shittier newspaper. But anyway, continuing on, the Guardian says the Sun pointed out that Liberty Uh, the one who was trying to uh, marry the chandelier. Liberty has extensively talked to the media about her attraction to chandeliers and other objects in the past, having previously changed her surname during a previous self-declared public relationship with the New York State Statue of Liberty. (laughs) 
<laughs> she was in a public relationship with the Statue of Liberty, and she tried to marry a chandelier. Uh, did she get a divorce from the Statue of Liberty first? What's going on? I'm surprised you go from Statue of Liberty to chandelier. To me, it goes chandelier to Statue of Liberty. I'm surprised. No, I would say, no, actually, I kind of see it because you're going from a torch and you're moving forward in time to a chandelier. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to tell people, too, is play the field, you know, like uh, see a candle, you know, <laughs> fuck a lava lamp. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, what are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm going out for a candle at uh, dinner. Oh, oh, really? With who? Uh, the candle. <laughs> yeah, it's can it's candle. I'm, I'm dating a candle. Yeah. You got to be really good at conversation to go on a date with a candle, right? Cause... Yeah, and the chandelier is the life of the party. Yeah, the chandelier could just light up, doesn't even say anything. Lights up the party. Yeah. Hey, I really, oh, thanks for having us over. Uh, I really like that chandelier. Hey, easy. easy. Hey, that's my wife. Hey, hey watch how you're talking here. Hey. Yeah. Slow down, man. Have you, uh. Hey, uh, have you ever uh, tried to put a uh, brassiere on your chandelier? It's really, it's, it's naked up there. You can do it. You need a ladder usually. <laughs> but I do get it. You know, they, people might think it's weird to like be attracted to objects, right? But uh, they play so hard to get, you know, they don't say anything, right? They're kind of cool. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drop some facts here because some people, uh -oh. I don't know if people, uh, I don't know if they look at the, the links that Donkey provides in the post, but uh, I'm going to do a spoiler here. If you haven't looked at the link, um, if you can imagine a woman who would be uh, once married to the Statue of Liberty and now wanting to marry a chandelier, picture that person in your head. You've just about nailed exactly the kind of person you don't want to have lights on to see. <laughs> I actually officiated that wedding, by the way. Which one, the Statue of Liberty your, or uh, Chandelier? Yeah, Statue of Liberty one. <laughs> you got your, uh, you got your, uh, your Justice of the Peace license just for this. Yeah, I dressed up in an I Love New York t-shirt. <laughs> hey, hey, where, hey, where are you going on the, uh, the the Ellis Island ferry? Where are you headed, dressed up? <laughs> Officiated wedding. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Oh, cool. Who's who's getting married on Ellis Island? <laughs> Me you know, and, I uh, me and the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I actually did this because I, when I was broke, I tried to marry a chandelier, but it was just to get health care. That's kind of the state of, you know, health care in this country. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> and I now pronounce you Billy and Lamp. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I actually, I've, I, I don't want to, I don't want to brag or anything, but. Uh, I, you know, me and a, I've seen a sharper image lamp on occasion. And I've been like, that's eh, kind of, that's kind of a sexy lamp. Yeah. Take it out. You know what? Now that I think about it, it's not really bragging. <laughs> it's the opposite <laughs> of bragging. Uh, hey. Uh, you had a, a sharper dream. image. Gray had a wet <laughs> dream about a sharper, sharper image lamp <laughs> last night. One of those. Okay. So here, so um, picture this, like a light, like it's a. Uh, one of those, like, it's got a black base, and there's a, it, like, swings down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. Oh, making that, those? It making that, those desk lamp squeaky sounds. Oh, yeah. Oh. Put your pants back on, Gray. 
You know, but relationships are so complicated. They involve, you know, really complex communication. I can understand uh, not wanting to, to have that. You know, there's a simplicity to uh, to marrying your desk lamp. Oh, no, you got to you. That, that's the best part about a relationship with a desk lamp is the intimate conversations talking about <laughs> everything. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I dated a lamp for a while and everything was like it felt like an interrogation. I, yeah. I just, <laughs> I'm clipping that one too. I dated the lamp. Hey, uh, hey, is that a flashlight in your pocket? You just happened to see me. No, I mean actually, it's a flashlight. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. I'm, I'm that's my girlfriend. A, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> get, get out of here. Get some privacy, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you could, uh, you know, just step outside for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the flashlight's about to finish me off. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, where are we at? Come on, Donkey. Let's move the show. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so our next story is brought to you by PETA. Uh, PETA is recommending that we no longer call our pets pets. Uh, they should be called companions. Uh, pet is a derogatory term that makes it sound uh, like our animal companions are commodities. What do you guys think about this one? Uh, they have. Uh, do they? They realize that pet is a big part of their name, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the first. It's a little too late to rebrand. Yeah, it's a little too late to rebrand. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's like pet. Uh... That's it, man. All you got left is uh. I I feel bad too because we just named our dog, and now I feel embarrassed. Wait, did you get a dog? Or yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah. You know, we named him too. What? Inferior, which feels (laughs) now that's awful. Yeah, I feel feel bad. Yeah, we're gonna have to rename the dog. I got all these tags made up too, because with little paw drawings on the side and stuff. And your dog, and your dog's in the next episode of that podcast about outsourcing sex. <laughs> I think, I maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we have a we have a special guest, uh, Billy's dog. No, we t- <laughs> no, we don't. No, <laughs> we do not have that. We do not. Um, but this is a good point. Cool. I I think there needs to be more of an equal relationship between animals. And their 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 owners. I mean, like you maybe you know don't tell your dog to sit. Maybe once in a while you sit. You know. Yeah, yeah that's him, fair. Put him in the passenger seat. You know, give him let let him sit there. Give him a Cheeto like you're both going on a road trip together. You know. <laughs> if <laughs> hey donkey, if you if you got a dog, what would you name it? I I'm thinking Dongy. <laughs> Damn, I should have waited for the uh, the the other side of the uh, the T-shirt. I, I I saw the ellipse and I was like, eh, I don't care what the back says. I should have known to wait. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> oh man, without fail. Do you know Donkey and I? Uh, this is for the listeners. Billy knows. Uh, Donkey and I are going to uh, Jackson Hole this weekend. Uh, J Hole. Um, we're going skiing, uh, and I uh, I got it. I've expressed and, oh, and Coogs is coming and uh, Donkey's wife. So yeah, anyway, my, wife, uh, my desk lamp wife. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the chandelier. Uh, so I, I was impressed you got a a ticket for the chandelier versus just putting her in uh, overhead. I'm glad uh, you anyway, call her so, her. Uh, and, yeah, she's yeah. my companion, not a chandelier. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to the the little sidebar. So uh, I I told Coogs that you know your mean donkey. You got to You got to expect at least uh, uh, three dick jokes every like five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. so with it, with images. <laughs> yeah yeah but it'll say dong though so it's like it's kind of like on limits because it's dong it's not dick so if you said dick then it'd be like oh that's crude but it's, it's dong yes. so it's like yeah it's so it's soft it softens it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fun trip i can't wait i i honestly i'm looking forward to it uh are you bringing the fedoras yeah, no, no, it's skiing. I, I'm going to be wearing a helmet and goggles the entire time. With a little fedora uh, gingerly <laughs> rested on top, no? Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, oh, that's a good idea. If you could get, uh, like, somehow, you know, with the, the masks, you have, like, the elastic. So if I had a, a elastic for my fedora to put on top of the helmet, so when I was going down the mountain, hmm, that's yeah. good. Hello, that's sharks. Good. Yeah, no, it's it is a that's actually a really good idea. I have to uh, work on that. Okay, so uh, back to the copyright the animal. Yeah, the dog. So so Peta doesn't want you to call your pet a pet. Did they suggest what to call it? Companion. Oh come on, this is so stupid. I mean, it's just so dumb. Who's well, you you make when Don writes articles for the uh, for the website, you make him call himself uh, Doggy Boy writer for <laughs> Rasball, right? Yeah, yeah, but I I mean that that was part of the contract we signed, I, and he, <laughs> and he's a human, so he's able to sign that under his own volition. So I mean that doesn't count. Well, you and you make him dress like a like yes, a, yeah, like the back end of a horse, yes. <laughs> Yes. You should I call do. him companion and you should yeah. make him not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's fair. Okay. Donkey, you're my companion. <laughs> uh dogs. Oh my god, we're gonna be in J Hole together skiing. What a goddamn terrific trip this is gonna be. <laughs> you guys said that you would FaceTime me the whole time, right? Like I was there. Yeah, no, no, we're not. We're gonna be no. um, we're going to get so close, and then when we come back, we're going to have all kinds of inside jokes, and you're going to be like, oh, man, this is cool. I'm glad you guys had a good time. And then you're going to get off the next pod and cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start my own. I'm going to start a side podcast. <laughs> Billy and Beaton are going to go to yeah. Miami. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy you guys had a good time. And then you're going to hang up and be like, I can't believe they had a good you, you guys don't think I can find two other white guys with glasses going to do a podcast? Wait, where are your glasses? See, Billy, it's already happening. Billy's not wearing glasses. Are we the only three white guy podcasts out there, or is there other ones? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole category. That's one of the categories on Apple Podcasts. Really? It's like there's a white guys in t-shirts. Right, it's one of those things you you filter, uh, and you go from uh, 200 million podcasts, and then you click. Three white guys podcast, and you get 195 million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, got, you have to be more specific. There's you know, movies. There's, a, there's, there's actually the uh, that's the trick when you 
<laughs> when you take you do like the minus sign to get rid of something in Google. I, I learned this this week. <laughs> I'm so smart. So you do a minus sign, right? And you do minus white guys. You you narrow down podcasts to like four. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, four. Wow. Then you get the really like the good four podcasts that are out there that have no white guys. <laughs> 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 what's the podcast the podcast right now is like what what was um what was a really popular occupation back in like oh like a musician like when you're like in uh like the or when you're in high school everyone wants to be a musician oh, now everyone's a pod- yeah astronaut yeah that's a good donkey yeah everyone <laughs> everyone wanted to be an astronaut now we just do a podcast with a guy who works at nasa <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm actually kind of a jinx. Like, whatever I decide to do, it, it becomes uncool, like, about a year and a half later. So, you know, I did acapella, I did improv, I did stand-up, and now I'm going to do – I'm now doing podcasts. Are you a, a Yale whooping poof? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, they're called companions. I love a good whooping poof. Yeah, that's what – is that a school in Harry Potter? You know, on the topic of the White Guy podcast, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Beadon is now co-hosting the Rasball Fantasy Baseball podcast with Gray, and I don't know if if Beadon's aware that this was all a ploy to for the search results because Beadon is Asian, and now they're one of the four podcasts that pop up. Oh, for it's like search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, SEO. Yeah, now the only thing Beadon has to do is get rid of me, and it'll really narrow it down. We're like, oh, <laughs> one podcast, one a fantasy sports podcast without a white guy. Now this is <laughs> now is Beadon going uh, on the trip without? Is he taking my spot on the on the slopes? Yeah, and he's wearing he's wearing a. Uh, yeah, we we got him a billy mask oh good <laughs> yeah so it was it's like a one of the ones out of mission impossible you know so he's got like your voice too oh perfect mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like it's like it's vegas all over again <laughs> we, just, well, we need to uh, play beat on now what do you think what do you think the b stands for in beat oh shoot billy. i never even thought about that billy don man yeah well, now I don't feel so bad. I feel like I get to be two places at once. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. You got lucky, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky when we asked you to join a podcast. Yeah. I, this is a lifetime contract. A lot of people don't realize. <laughs> but I I can't do anything with from on uh, once a week for 90 minutes. <laughs> but your, life, your life is – somehow your life is un, unfurled in front of you as soon as you join a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? There's really been a lot of personal growth for me along the way on this journey. I really feel like I've grown as a guy. I mean, I feel like these stories make me even more mature, you know, and more uh, respectful of others, you know, and a seri- I'm a, more of a serious person now. I really appreciate uh, all this growth. Oh, that's sweet. That's a, that's a sweet. That's a sweet part to end on. Can we end on that? That's sweet. <laughs> Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. 
Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.